2: So it's Monday, the 12th, 8th of August, 2023. In today's show, we are going over a bit of a tin pot performance in the Potteries. This pool crashed or cracked to Stoke City at the betting company name Stadium. Uh, with soft goals in each half, condemning, condemning us to our first defeat in our first away game of the season. I'm John Aspinall, the Seaside's podcast, match-action show, Stoke City 2, Blackpool 0. It's already
1: changed
0: the world,
2: Uh, Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to t sounds Podcast, Match Reckoning Show on a uh, Monday evening at 8:30, Tim, not 8 pm. I've just changed it. I've just changed it. I know I've got (laughs) that. What? Say it again.
3: I'm not, I'm not sure I've got my mic. It's
4: not even working.
2: Oh, it was. You're all horribly tinny now. All right, I'll put
3: it back then. Yeah. What are you doing? Is that better?
4: <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, yeah, having the microphone at your mouth is miles better. Well, it wasn't working last one, so I assumed it wasn't working again. I <laughs> um, need
5: to turn you down, you do why?
2: You know what they say never work in uh, media, never work with children, animals and uh, lawyers that work on living Road. <laughs> it's right in your kissing now, Tim. It looks like a lollipop. You've gone from one
4: extreme to the other. <laughs>
2: uh, there you go. Right, welcome Tim. Anyway, welcome Nick. It's great to have you back. It's been a while.
4: It has, hasn't it? Bit of a sabbatical, yeah. yeah. It's good to be back. Although I wish we were talking about a 2-0 win rather than a 2-0 defeat, but hey-ho.
2: Uh, we've got a new presenter in the pod this evening of um, a, a different, uh, not species, a different sex.
4: <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I
2: bet I'll be getting a visit off me tomorrow, Leanne. I do
4: apologise. <laughs> look after myself. You'll be getting it off now, me. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Leanne, right, it's great to have you on finally. Um, we've had a couple of false starts, but you finally made it, You've made it oh, so no. welcome to the Thank pod.
5: You. <laughs>
2: It's, uh, I think the ribbing it's from, from I, think, I think the ribbing from Tim the uh, veiled digs from Tim's uh, forced
3: you, your hand there, wasn't it? What I'm going to watch that Kevin anyway. Stewart just to say, what was that, Tim? Ah, uh, behave. Kevin Stewart's a podcasting. We nicknamed
2: didn't we? <laughs> uh, Gemma, Gemma says, "Welcome, Leanne. The girls are all doing it for you this evening." Thanks. Uh,
5: Yay!
2: Do, do you know Gemma? At I'm all? here
5: for the girls. That's why I said I want to be on. I know Gemma from Twitter. Yeah. That makes people sound like proper losers, doesn't it? Like, do you know such, such? Yeah. So, I, so, I think I have met Gemma actually once, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I actually know her in real life. Um, she sits two seats in front of me. What, No, one
5: know her? like uh, Oh, okay. Another
2: lady, Antonio Simeone. Or is that a man? Is that a man?
5: That's a boy, An- oh, Antonio. Is
2: yeah, Antonia
5: is a girl, yeah.
2: Right. I best not embarrass myself any further. Um, uh, Richard Watts says, good to see a new contributor. Thumbs up, Leanne.
5: Thank you. Might not be saying that in a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just a long time in this.
5: <laughs> You'd be signing me, Pam.
3: Have we lost John? Has he gone there? Uh, has he gone <laughs> all frozen on us? It
5: paused?
4: He's frozen, <laughs> hasn't he?
5: Tim, you take over and tell us about your sexy hairdo.
3: Well, it's it's flopped, I think, is the expression, isn't it? For those who are watching on YouTube, <laughs> uh, something to do with my attempt at playing football for the last uh, last hour before I came in. Still in my He's back. He's back. Then? I don't know what happened then. That was a complete... You froze, <laughs> bit, John. Right. Yeah. We're off buying yeah. this new software
2: anyway. Right, anyway, let's get on with the show. As always, when we get new printers on, we always run them through run them through a few um blackpool related questions just to make sure they are blackpool fans but uh, <laughs> uh, it's quite well known so I'm sure that's not the case um, just to get to know the new people. But, right, Leanne, so um how long have you been a Blackpool fan for and why are you a Blackpool fan?
5: My dad started taking me when I was three, four, so just ten years now. No um obviously I've got a long time now. Um love it. I wish I didn't sometimes it takes over your life, doesn't it? Mm. But, um, yeah, so my dad started taking me and my sister when we were young, and we've just been fans ever since, really. I
2: think so. There's no exciting Always. story. No, I think everyone comes from the dads, doesn't it? Yeah. from the mothers. But, Leanne, you could be breaking that um, chain, couldn't you, with your daughter? I
5: oh, no, bless her, yeah. Well, yeah, she's got no choice with me. She doesn't see her dad, so, yeah, definitely oh, I've started okay. taking her. Yeah, And, um, yeah, she seems to like it. She's six now. Um, she has got additional needs, so sometimes it's like she's two, three. But... Um, yeah, she seems to like it. She sings the songs and watches them on YouTube and stuff as well. So I'm getting there slowly.
2: Another message from the ladies I think we've doubled oh, our maskers. listener base. It's nice, I think nice. we've doubled our listener base this evening. I don't think we actually had any female. Thank viewers you, listeners. Helen. Oh, here we are.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Me just giving it. I want my Mas- sister as well,
2: <laughs> right? So let's, let's do three good, three bad. Um, for any reason. Well yeah, and it can be uh, just a true story or a bit of a laugh. So um, three good home matches from <sighs> your
5: memory. Right. From memory, oh, not sorry. Far- oh, did you say home then, sorry? Yeah,
2: let's do home to start with.
5: Home, okay. First one that springs to mind was early 90s against Tranmere Rovers in a cup game. We lost 3-0 at their ground. David Ayres had to go in goal. So obviously 3-0 at their ground thought we were going to do rubbish and we beat them 4-0. I think it was like 92, I wanna say. But like uh, I don't know. It was, yeah, that really stands out for me. Um in 92, I was 10. So that one definitely. Um Liverpool at home in the Prem, because I never ever thought like, I know we beat them as well, but even it was just surreal the whole. I remember playing Man United as well in the Prem. And at half time, we were winning. <laughs> so even that was mental. I know we lost, but little things like that, I've not really got any exciting home stories. Away games, there's probably more, although I don't do as many anymore. But.
2: Uh, Nick, that was a famous, the John Aldridge incident, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Where the uh, the tram- he was, yeah. one or something after we scored our first.
4: Yeah, he was giving it loads. And um, I remember Elton Wellesby at the time, we did Granada Soccer night, and he. I know he's in Evertonian, but he absolutely loved Tranmere and uh, was giving it loads after that home leg. And then, yeah, we went and stuffed them at Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. I was at both games and uh, I remember driving, going home mm-hmm. and putting Granada Night on them And we got about 10 seconds and you could just see how fuming Elton <laughs> Wellsby was that, that Tranmere had got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one well. Uh, Leon,
2: away games, any three most memorable that you've been to and why far
5: East away obviously that was yep. just amazing that's always my favorite um liverpool away again because as a blackpool fan as you guys know it's one of those things where you <laughs> sorry i'm reading that <laughs> Yeah, he is. did he get sacked as well um for being a perv or something was that the right guy
3: probably probably yeah, you're yeah, perl- on this, won't you, John? Can, is, is, is he the one who's the perv? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want any more litigation. I know. <laughs> Enough with one of those games, too, please.
5: <laughs> is that is David saying that August '92 is that the Tranmere game?
4: Think so.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, so I was ten. Yeah. And um, Wembley when we went into the pram because again it was just as good as Forrest away, but it was just surreal. It was like one of those things like as if we're in the Premier League, as if.
2: Yeah, yeah. We were, I think I was like that with my sister. We were like, is this actually happening? It was weird, wasn't it? And uh, it was also
5: the hottest day ever.
2: Yeah, two degrees. Yeah, so uh, good. Three good, three bad past players.
5: <laughs> Richard Kingston. Good or bad? Terrible. <laughs>
2: um...
5: Scott Darton, <laughs> poor thing. He oh, was sure. shit though,
2: wasn't he? I, he? I think he made it on our worst ever eleven list. The, yeah, the that one surprising I me. was happy with us putting that together. I remember him having a pop at us for putting that together.
5: This next one won't be popular, but he's one of my worst players ever. Uh, ben Burgess. Ooh.
3: I've got to yeah, say, you know. I didn't like it when he played. I much preferred it when he, when he was I just,
5: club. I mean, I've met him a few times. Lovely guy, but... He just wasn't good enough for that side, in my opinion. So it wasn't wasn't that he was terrible. It had been better off lower league, but it just, no, no. used to get me really mad.
2: Sorry. Flip flip that on its positive head. Best players you've ever seen.
5: DJ Campbell. Yeah. Matt Jilks. Naturally. David Ayres. I'm getting evil looks now because I've said Matt Jilks. (laughs) I loved him, though. He was great. And I've ne- we've never had, like, Steve Banks is a very popular keeper, isn't he? Was a popular keeper, still is. He's a lot of people's favourite. But for me, we'd never had a keeper that good. And he, he got into the squad by accident, didn't he? Because Rehubka got injured. A bit like Grimmy, if you like, now. Um, mm. And it was just like, wow, he's really good. And I feel like, had he played the whole of the Prem, we'd have stayed up. I'm glad we didn't, obviously, now. But, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, these things happen for a reason, don't they? They
5: do. So, yeah, sorry, uh, nothing f- funny there, but just, yeah.
2: Yeah, right, let's move on to the uh, the present day then. Um, were, were you happy with the managerial appointment, Michael Appleton?
5: Um, It didn't really bother me as much as it bothered others, to be honest. His track record isn't as bad as what people were saying, and once I'd sort of read up a little bit. I know his first time round at Blackpool wasn't great, but there was reasons for that, which I totally understand. So, yeah, I want to give him a chance and see how... He he plays more attacking football, I feel, than Critch did already. So, I'm quite excited to see what happens.
2: Okay, fair enough. And uh, finally, how do you think we'll do this season? I don't think
5: we'll go down like some are saying. Um, I don't think we're going to get in the playoffs or anything because we need to sign some players, but that's another whole conversation. Um, But I think we'll... Mid-table, I'll be happy with that. I don't think we'll go down.
2: Yeah. Right, that's all about you, Leanne, In the nutshell. can we go to someone the, else? Now, cause I'm, I'm, I'm sweating
5: minutes.
2: now. <laughs> right, the pressure's off now. Let's move. Yeah. Let's, let's over to news. Got a bit of news. We've got news. Oh, Simi's just said something to me. Um, we've got a bit of news coming in today or over the weekend. Um, the first bit was Owen oh, Dale's gone to, to Portsmouth. Why have I made myself big? There, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> is, there, is anyone anyone bothered that we've um, Owen oh, Dale's gone, Tim?
3: Doing um do this somehow. I think I think what we're finding since um Appleton took over is that he's he's quite I think he's turning out to be quite a decisive manager. I think once he decides that somebody isn't good enough, um you just won't see him again. And the reality is we took a bit of a punt on him. I don't think it's quite worked out. If we're gonna survive this season, because we have, it's second season syndrome, isn't it? If we're gonna survive this season, we've got to improve and we're not gonna improve with him in the team. And, and that's harsh, but true. And I think Apple. we we saw from the comments Appleton made on Saturday, which I know that will come on to, but he does not take prisoners, does he? He doesn't look like he'll take prisoners. He doesn't speak like he'd take prisoners. And I just think, you know, he's going to say it as it is. And if, if you don't like it, then tough. Has anyone listened to his post-match
2: reaction on uh, Tangerine TV? He was actually saying he was giving some of the players a bit of shit at, uh, at half time. She's
5: a... I didn't listen to it because I had to re-watch the match, which was bad enough. Um, the, whole, the whole thing? No, 74 minutes I had to switch off, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it I was only watched highlights.
2: <clears> that
5: was just unbearable. I, I did see his thing and I was going to listen to it, but I couldn't bear it after watching that. But what I have seen of him so far, you're right there, he doesn't be, like, to me, I don't like referring to Critch all the time in the past, but he never used to own up and take responsibility. When someone had been crap, there was always some like, "Oh, we didn't do too bad." Yeah, we did. We were rubbish. Whereas I feel like Appleton's a bit more sort of he says it how it is, and I like that because that's what they need. If they play shit, give them a bollocking. I'd swear.
3: Cool. Yeah, yeah. of course you fucking can. can. Yeah, just, talking,
5: just, talking, <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, I, th- I feel like he does that, and that's what they need. So
2: well, the, the the PNEOA game being one particular case of Critchley not calling a spade a spade, he wasn't. He didn't lay into them whatsoever, did he? I think he kind of really missed the mark there, didn't
3: he? Lose, well. lose credibility, I think, with the fan base. <clears throat> if you, if you, which Critchley did, say we played okay and we, we deserve, we deserve to get some out of it when you clearly don't. I mean, I've not, I've actually not watched it back either, but I think to paraphrase him, I think Appleton's basically said, no team of mine is going to play <laughs> like we did in the first half, and and that's what you want to, to me as a fan, that's what you want to hear. You want to hear it the way that you saw it and, you know, there were some performances out there in the first half on, on Saturday that were unacceptable.
2: Um, Steve has just put something um, thought-provoking in the comments. Um, i like straight talking, but I'm concerned he may lose the dressing room just given the mentality of modern-day players, uh, Nick. It's a, it's a fair point, though. That's something I'd be yeah. About. I, was, I, was, I was listening to what he was saying.
4: Yeah, it's an interesting one, but I, I, I'd agree with what Leon and Tim have said, that... I, I like that he's he's honest and, and it's refreshing. Like you say with Critch, sometimes I think was he watching the same game as us yeah. with what had come out with post match where and we saw it at half time, didn't we? You know, we, we said during the first half, this is really disjointed, it's not working. And he could see it as well and he, he's not you know, if that had have been Critsley, we'd have probably come out with the same eleven and wouldn't have made yeah. a sub until seventieth minute or something. Well, it was yeah. too late. Yeah. Whereas with Appleton he's like that. I'm not happy with that. You're coming off at 45 minutes and I'll, I'll make a change.
5: I agree. I think that's what he needs to do as well. And I feel I did hear a story once where they played really bad. I don't know who it was against. Um, and they played really bad the first half and they came into the dressing room at half time expecting to get an absolute bollocking. And apparently they didn't. It was, well, you're not doing too bad. And they were all looking at each other apparently like, what? What? Um, whereas I feel like Appleton or Proper get in there and I feel like they need that. If I I wasn't performing at work and my manager pulled me in to say, Leanne, you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right, I'd think, right, I'll fucking show you. And especially being a footballer, because my job isn't in front of thousands of people, theirs is. You're not going to want to play rubbish. Um, So my attitude would be, right, I'll show you.
2: Yeah, I I think it's a fine balance, isn't it, between in them and bigging them up and, you know, being yeah. A bit but yeah, yeah. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next piece of new bit of news. We're going to be having this digital app apparently with our season tickets to get in. Tim, I think, did you advocate this at one point where you don't have to physically bring a card?
3: You can have an app and it's the yeah. NFC. Yeah. I right? mean, to be, uh, during the, the sort of boycott years, um, uh, I, I did go to AFC, filed a little bit, mainly because Sam was going and and uh, he was doing the match commentary. So I used to just jump in the car with him, and he's it's more before they moved to the new stadium. And um, but the, when they moved to the new stadium, they brought this this app out where you can just pay for your ticket, download it to your phone, straight in, no messing about, no going to the club shop, none of this, none of, none of that malarkey. More, I think, more for. Uh, one-off purchases, it works really well than season tickets. Because to be honest, with the season ticket, you've got a card. It doesn't really matter, does it? As long as long you, But, um, you know, if you've got one-off purchase, you're straight on the website, download it to your phone, you're straight in. And you see all these queues, don't you, outside those little white boos before games, and you're thinking, you know, how um, how 20th century, and it's about time we brought it up to speed, and it's great news that I think they're starting in the south, aren't they, Is it for Swansea, and then rolling it around the stadium. So, um, listen, we're seeing, I think what, what we see is, and I know they take a lot of shit uh, at the board sometimes, but what you're seeing is that these are all things that should have been in place 10 years ago that aren't and weren't. And you've just got to, you've got to, take, you've got to tick off boxes all the time. You know, I said when we were in, we started, but it was, it was the, you know, the list was like, you know, as long as your arm, and, and 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 as long as everybody's armed in the buddy stadium, it, there was that many things to do. And this is one thing that, that we've got it. You know, it starts to happen now. It's about time. It's most clubs are doing it, I think, and uh, it's a it's great to see that. You know, that we are. Yeah, um, as you've said, there. There's a, a lo- very long list of
2: things to do, not done by previous incumbents, um, but let's not mention them again.
3: <laughs> I give myself timism there. Incumbents? You're on the verge, I think, with that one. Good word, that. Incumbents, isn't it? Incumbents? You can have plural. Incumbents. Oh, okay. I won't give, give yourself a horn, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> swiftly moving on. <laughs> um, finally, I've had an ABFTT that um, Jimmy's mural is about to get touched up by uh, Rob Purden. I don't know if anyone else has heard that, but... Um, I think he's kind of the perfect man for the job, Leon, isn't he?
5: Yeah, he's so good. I saw him actually last week, and I'm not because he's not been on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I've not, I used to love his posts and his drawings. And because he's not been on social media, I've not seen him for ages. So when I saw him, so I was like, oh my God, where are you? Um, but yeah, when I heard that, I was pleased because he's so, so talented.
4: So actually, yeah, definitely. I've got, yeah, I've
2: actually got a, my uh, well, friend, photo of him downstairs, not of him.
5: <laughs> of <laughs> him? <laughs>
4: This we podcast gets weird and weird, it.
3: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that anyway. I'm hoping some of you actually, actually when I went to football tonight, uh I actually drove past deliberately just to see whether I could spot what any changes, but I couldn't see any I was only obviously it's only the rear view mirrors I've drove past, but um it's still got the rocky eyes, but I've every faith that will sort of count.
5: It looks like um, I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna. Um, it looks like have you seen like sort of vampire films where their eyes go white and they're gonna like kill you? It looks a bit like that, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Someone said Sorry. called it a, called him a zombie, didn't they? Something.
5: Yes, yes, like zombie weird
2: stuff. <laughs> Get Rob on the case anyway; he'll sort it out. Right, let's Rob move on, on to it. the yeah, Rob will sort it. Let's move on to the Stoke game, and that's why everyone's here for this evening. Uh, line up so because that brief cock up before I've lost my screen share, so just bear with me for 10 seconds. There, right? Blackpool lined up as follows against Stoke. Anyone <clears> notice <throat> there's a bit more color now in this? It's very pretty. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> I have to be calling it uh, boring and monochrome on my last pods so have obviously listened and uh, taken taken note of my critique. Anyway, Blackpool lined up as follows Grimshaw, Connolly, Ek Williams, Thompson, Fiorini, Carey, Virtue, Bowler, Yates, and Medine lining up in a 4-3-3. Tim will come to you first with your thoughts on that. You know what I'm, I'm gonna,
3: gonna say, say
2: before, before I even start. Uh, where on,
3: yeah. where where's Dougal? Yeah. Where the F in- Hell was due. That, that's when I saw the team. That that was actually um, my thought process. I'm not just saying it for effect. I couldn't believe. Um, and particularly bearing in mind, our, our our accredited journalist suggested that he would start. I, I took that as gospel that Shit. that that he would he would nail down a starting spot. So clearly he's not picking up the vibe in the in the um, in the interviews, is he? Um, so no, I um, I was very very dis- in all seriousness. I was very disappointed he wasn't started. I just felt the the makeup of the. I know I know. Obviously, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I think um, you look at that three, and and I just don't think there's anybody who's going to sit in the way that we want them to. Um, the other thing I was we, obviously there was, there was there was the big discussion, wasn't there, um, about whether uh, Patino would start, whether he would throw him in from the beginning. I think. Most of us thought it was pr- probably not gonna do it, but equally I was I can't say I mean, I was with Nick when the when the when the news came in and we were a bit disappointed, weren't we? I think we were a bit underwhelmed with the starting lineup was probably my um overriding um thought process at the time. Okay. Um Nick, so you and Tim
4: went on Poulton bus tours, I guess. How was that? Yeah, it was good. It was in the thatched for just gone half nine. So, and then we stopped in Sandbatch on the way for quite a few beers. So we were, uh, yeah, well on our way by the time we got uh, into our seats because we had a couple in the ground as well. So, was, yeah, did I, I, I
3: didn't match Nick by the way. I couldn't, I, I must have, I'd only been at that top End before. It was, it was, that was uh, lovely. Yeah. Properly t- proper Tory heartland for Tory Corner and his, uh, <laughs>
4: He was loving it, wasn't he? How were the
5: stewards, by the way? I've heard the stewards weren't very kind.
4: Oh, they were a nightmare last time. Yeah, they were just a bit jobs worth again. You either had, there was two coloured tickets. I think there was a black ticket and green ticket, depending on which section you're in. And I saw a few people, so at half-time, they obviously come down to have a pint or whatever. So the stewards have seen them, where they've come from, let them Mm -hmm. pass them to go down the step. Then when they've come back, they said, I want to see your ticket and they wouldn't let people back to the seat without showing that We had something similar at Fulham. I had, I had um, the same
2: last year. So since like I, I did, I had exactly mm-hmm. the same last year when I had two pints in my hand. And I think my tickets were in the, my coat pocket, and the guy was, like, stopping me. And obviously, I was there with Daddy. I was like, I am yeah. fucking coming past, mate. You know?
5: I don't yeah. get that. I've never been to an away game, like, re- recently, where you have to show your tickets. Because normally, once, you just sort of yeah. sit anywhere. Yeah. Well, not, not even at the beginning, because like, sometimes they go, oh, can I see tickets? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm over there. That's why I say anyway, hiding my pint in my coat so I can sneak it in. Um, But I don't, I don't get it because, it, like you said, it's jobs worthy, isn't it? It's just like, just shut up as long as they're not causing trouble. Leave them be.
4: Yeah, I could see one guy, he'd obviously, he'd obviously gone to the loo or whatever and he was coming back and his kids were like down at the front and he was pointing, saying, that's my son there. And this steward was just having none of it for a good uh... couple of minutes. In the end, another steward came over and sort of said to this other one, look, just...
5: That's what I mean.
4: Leave it and let him through because people are getting wound up.
5: Mm. See, I've been to a lot of away games as well, where which sounds awful for littering, but I've put my ticket on the floor when I've got in. Because yeah, yeah, you've no need for it. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be buggered if they said that to me. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Um, so, Leanne, any, any comments on the team? I believe you're not a massive Dougal fan, so you were quite pleased with that. Right.
5: Do you know what? No, everyone thinks I hate him. I don't hate him. <laughs> in League One, he was brilliant. I loved him. And he was just like a breath of fresh air. He was running. He, he was just ace. I loved him. And last season, I just don't feel that he, I just feel like it, you need to step it up again, like a potato has, and he hasn't. So I know he's very popular with fans and it's a really unpopular opinion. But when I see that he's not starting, it makes me smile. I'm sorry, Tim.
4: It's all about opinions.
5: Yeah. We saw, we saw the I results say, of
3: <laughs> not playing Google in the first half. There were no doubt we were I
5: just, I just don't get right. I, he's too. I was talking to a couple of the lads in the pub about this, and they kind of do understand where they're coming from. So, to me, when you look at the sort of Adam Southern and Vaughan days, to me, Vaughan was the best of the three, followed very closely by Adam Southern was the the weakest of the three. But together, it worked. And I feel like they 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 explain that to me as if as if he was a Southern. <laughs> um and he does do some good stuff. I'm not saying every time he touches the ball, he's crap. I just don't think he's got I like exciting players. Like that's why DJ Campbell's one of my favourite ever players, because he used to get the ball and it was like, whoo, what's he gonna do? A bit like bowler, but bowler's annoying me at the moment because he's ugh, it's just annoying me. That's another story. But I just feel like I need to see more from Dougal at this level. I've not seen that yet.
3: I mean, the, the big thing about might... sorry, it's 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 the sum of its parts, isn't it? So you've <laughs> got to get the balance right, and, and and what I was what I was saying, and when we were di- when we we're in the ground, we were discussing it, weren't we? Nick? The balance was all wrong um, for me. They just, you know, you need someone who's who's going to sit in there and break up play, win the ball, and allow players like Bowler and and your Yateses and 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 your Patinos when he comes on. Um, to do a bit and um, so there's always in, in a good team there's always somebody does that job so you go back if you go right back to 1966 you had Nobby Styles doing that job for England you you know um, as you've mentioned uh, Leanne we had Keith Southern doing it for uh, for Blackpool um, and there's always somebody you go through all the teams Liverpool when they were brilliant in the 80s Steve McMahon did it and and there's always somebody does that who just puts a tackle in, wins the ball, and gives it to somebody who's a better footballer than him yeah. And, and that's, what, right. that's what I like about Dougal. It's not that I think he's the best footballer on the pitch. He isn't the best footballer on the pitch. But in, in a team that, unless we've got Kevin Stewart fit, which is like, you know... Um, you they aren't turning up one, to the podcast, apparently. <laughs> yes, it's like that, that <laughs> regular. Um, uh, unless we've got Kevin Stewart fit, for me, yeah, or based on the squad we've got, he's got to play. Now, if Kevin Stewart's fit, then then there's a different discussion, different conversation.
5: Yeah, I get that. Or I do agree if, with that.
4: Or when we get Gabriel back, um, you, you can probably put you can probably put Conley in there because yeah. you do need that, and and it's good that because I think mm. last season central midfield, and I get it because I think we kind of had the two holding ones in central midfield last season. It was a bit we didn't create anything through the middle. It was always just give it give it the wide play or give it Josh Bowler and hope for the best. Whereas as in theory with Patino, Fiorini, Carey, we should have more in the centre of midfield. And then whether it's Dougal or Connolly, they can do that that kind of breaking up the play and, and then let the, the other two flair players do their bit, hopefully.
5: Yeah. I feel like we're missing Gabriel if I'm honest at the moment. Um
4: massively.
5: I I'm liking Connolly though as well. Like he just proper gets stuck in. Yeah, Tim, I do agree with what you've just said, actually. I know I know what you mean there about dude. I don't know why. I feel like he just needs a bit more oomph. I'm getting proper slated on that chat. It's only Tom Main, though, I think, so I'm not too bothered about him. Um, <laughs>
1: you, but, know that, yeah. you know, about football anyway, doesn't
5: <laughs> I know, apparently Leanne's clueless. I've been told that before. Um, now, Tom's rubbish. He's not even from Blackpool. Get lost.
4: John, we've sent John to sleep by the look of it. He's... Um... <laughs>
5: It's frozen. He's well away yeah. because the Dougal talk. Told you.
3: <laughs> so Ciao. if we if we well, while he while he's off, presume he's going to come back on at some point. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Is this, <laughs> back, is this him back in the room any second now? Um, reasonable turnout, Nick. do You think? Bearing in mind everything that was going on.
4: Yeah, I think it's early. season. a few people. Yeah, there's still a lot of people on holiday. Obviously you know, financially with what's going on in the world, people are probably having to pick and choose the games a little bit more. I think there was, was about 1,500 there. So maybe a little bit disappointing that we didn't get to 2K, but like I say, there's a few of my mates who would probably normally go. A few of them were on holiday. A couple of others are probably going to do Burnley instead if they can get a ticket. So I think it's just where we are at the moment with what's going on financially and, and people are a few people are still away. So, I mean, it was... You know the fans that were there certainly got behind the team. As we got into the ground, there was the um, the new Charlie Patino chant going on under the stand. I mean, I've never known a player have so many songs before he's even kicked Incredible, a ball for us. Um,
5: Sick like of
4: hearing that. I don't know if it's because he's got a fancy surname or he's signed for. You know, if he was called. I don't know Alex Bagthorpe. I don't think anyone would be bothered. <laughs> but um, I, to be fair though, it, it was really catchy, wasn't it, Tim? And it was um, it was going stop for a good. Probably forty minutes well, so we, we the game got it going on started. the coach
3: on the way, didn't we, and um, yeah. and, and that we had a little lad in front of us who who didn't know the words, so we like got him up, we oh. got him up on the on our whatsapp group, didn't we, and uh, and handed the phone over to him so so he could he could he could pick it up as we went along, so um, I think you know it's probably I think it actually made the daily mirror today, that didn't it the fact that um you know a guy on his who made a twenty twenty five minute debut, whatever it was. Uh, has already got the fan base singing, singing, and and it, and it was quite widespread, wasn't it? In the in the game as well, it wasn't like there's just mm-hmm. a few people singing it. It, it. Everybody had sort of bought into the you know let's give him a massive welcome uh, to Blackpool, and I, and I think it, you know based on his post match comments, he, he must be thinking you know how does that happen? Because it's, it's not listen, it doesn't happen anywhere that does it. I've I've never known Blackpool fans make up a song about a player before they've even got on the pitch and 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 kicked a ball. It's incredible, really. Yeah,
5: it's good. It's the hype about him, isn't it? There's been loads and loads of good things said about him, so I think uh, it's exciting.
3: And then we then we got to
4: kick off. <laughs> 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 yeah, like can we just gloss over the game? It was and everyone um, was
5: wishing that they'd not found the ticket and stayed downstairs downstairs.
4: Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was hard going that first half, wasn't it, Tim? I think you said to me at about twenty minutes, this is it's just disjointed. We. We weren't defending well. We weren't, we were getting overrun in midfield. I mean, the thing is, you know, going to Stoke, whenever you play them, it's always a tough game. They're a physical side, they're they're well established, well drilled. They don't play, I wouldn't say, a particularly exciting brand of football, but they're well drilled and well organised. And you've got to be, you've got to be on top of it to to get anything there. And and we just weren't really, you know, across the park. I think midfield was where we were losing it. And then that was putting pressure on the defence um the likes of marv you know he had a an uncharacteristically poor game his, his distribution wasn't great um and his defending wasn't great and sometimes with marv he'll you know he will have the odd stray pass but then he'll make up with it for it with an amazing tackle you know defensively he's brilliant but he was having a poor game and it just i think it just spread across the pitch we weren't we weren't creating a great deal um and it wasn't really a massive surprise for me when we went 1-0 down. They'd hit the bar, hadn't they, From mm. came from a corner, and we really struggled to clear it. A couple of attempts, I think Kerry was trying to bring it out, and it went straight to one of their players, and he's, he's cracked it yeah. off the bar. Um, and I think on the goal, we gave them far too much space. Um, Connolly didn't really get tight onto his man, and he could literally, you know, time to, to pick a cross out for the guy at the far post, and again, poor marking at the far post. And um and we end up going one 0 down. I don't know what you thought, Tim, but it it kind of I wouldn't say it was coming necessarily, but similarly I wasn't surprised and we hadn't really done much up at the other end, had well,
3: we? we? we had a couple of chances,
4: and I think there's one where I forgot who was I got three on just on this right hand side of the box
3: and um and, and managed to completely miss the target, which was a bit frustrating. Just going back to the potato point, you, do you think he's missing Uncle Richard? I mean,
5: massively. You
4: know, I thought that today, yeah.
5: I was going to say that. To me, I obviously rewatched the game and ugh, yeah, I love him. I think he's great and I feel like he's really missing him. It, I feel like Keo gives him that extra bit of confidence and he made some bad mistakes.
2: Time for a quick break in proceedings to say, if you're enjoying this content and want to say thanks for the pods, please consider joining our Patreon support programme. Starting from the price of a pint per month, Patreon allows you to contribute towards our production costs, gear upgrades, and our drinks tab at the dog. Your support will ultimately make the show bigger, better, and I like eating a tin of prunes more regular. You'll also get extra stuff in return, like all the podcasts before general release, backstage access to us and our guests, exclusive Patreon-only shows, and other random bits and pieces. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod to find out more and hopefully sign up.
5: And I feel like I don't know, to me Keogh's a very calm, cool player. And I feel like he's got a voice on the pitch.
3: I wonder whether it's psychological in that in that Ek Patessa's now the senior partner of the centre the centre yeah, the partner, isn't he? Where with, with Richard Keogh there he's got somebody who with far more experience who's no doubt. Talking all through the game anyway, and and, and confidence as well, him get isn't on it? With his own game rather than having to worry about other people.
5: Yeah, but it's confidence as well. I think he probably sort of spurs him on a little bit and talks to him. I've noticed when they're playing, he is very, he is a very calm player, Keo. So he's probably reassuring everybody all the time at the back. To me, that's why. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with that potato. And to me, both goals when I watched them, the defenders just looked slow. Like all of them, there was even Connolly, I like Connolly, but he was next to second goal, I think it was. And they just look, they're too slow. They need to get in there. And yeah, there was a few bad mistakes by Potato, to be fair. But
3: The other highlight or highlight or low light of the first half um, was Medine getting substituted after 15 minutes or so. And, and to be honest, at the time it happened, I didn't realise that there'd been a... Uh, a sort of confrontation between him and Appleton as he came off. And we were obviously relatively speaking it. We were down the other end of the pitch, weren't we? But from what we can gather, he wasn't too impressed about being substituted and they had a cross words. So I don't know whether whether anybody, what what you picked up more on it watching it back, Leanne.
5: Watching it back. I, um, like I said, I didn't watch the game live like I normally do when I can't go. He, I, I, yeah, I thought, I thought the same. Um, but he needed to go off. He was struggling, it was obvious. But I do feel like we missed him massively. I know Medine's one of them anywhere. People love him or people hate him. And for me, it made a massive difference. There was no height up front. So there were some great balls in um, and there was no one there because they're all short. <laughs> and he holds he holds his space so, so well. And we re- I feel like we missed him massively when he went off.
4: Yeah. I, think I think Appleton, I think Appleton said team. afterwards. Yeah, sorry, punch. Tim. Um, Appleton said afterwards that see, was frustrated at having to come off, and you know they shaking hands about it. And the thing is, I agree with them. With, with a team like Stoke as well, you you need a bit of presence up front. Um, but if he, if he's injured, um, he's you know,
5: got to go off. If he's without, injured, without, I
4: think. without wanting to up, yeah. upset Mitch, yeah, he isn't. He isn't the most mobile player anyway. And if he's injured you're carrying a bit of a passenger, aren't you? So, it, it, you know, it was the right thing to do. Um, But it did leave us, you know, a bit short up front, unfortunately. Um, See, so-
5: people say this. Oh, sorry. Um, people say, oh, Medin's not right because he's so mobile, he's slower, he's this, he's that. That's my opinion on Dougal in midfield. Yet people are so quick to slag Medin off. I feel like when you've got two decent wingers who can feed it to Medine properly, because I don't think Bowler does that. Bowler's very greedy. I do feel like Bowler and Connolly play quite well together. But to me, Bowler, when he's got the ball, he's not passing it. He's, he's running and trying to score, which is fine, but he, he doesn't do it often enough for me, so he needs to learn to pass it. So to me, Medin is massive up front, and if people think... Dougal is so so good because he's cool, he's this, he's that, he's not as good as the other two. Well, to me that's Medine up front, so I don't get what everyone's problem with Medine is because he does that
3: job. I think we're not think prolific view... with
4: any of the strikers, are we? And um, no. I think the view
3: that the the alternative view is that if you're gonna play three up front, they need to be more mobile. Whereas well, against the four, four, two that 2 so why was Ben Burgess
5: people? so popular then? Because he wasn't, he was Crap, he couldn't run for shit, could he? But then he was so popular because he banged them in when he needed to. And whilst people argue Medine's similar, to me he's not, he's better because he does hold the players very well and he, he creates space for the forwards.
3: Anyway, we get to half time and um I think I don't know what your thought both your thoughts were, but I think we were almost reasonably lucky on it to be one nil down perhaps i don't know what you did you think we we... picture
0: the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order mcdelivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a mcdelivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com the
1: Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You're quite happy that we were still in the game, Nick? Yeah, I mean, we had that.
4: I, I missed a chance, didn't I? Because i had gone down to get a pie. But there was the um, the chance where Bowler had a shot and it, it, it fell to Carey and... I don't know if he got caught in two minds a bit, whether to have a shot. I thought he might have hit it first time, but he he waited for a split second. Then they ended up kind of putting a sort of cross shot in, didn't he, that Jerry threw himself at um, and, and unfortunately just couldn't get enough of a connection. But yeah, I can't say we did enough to be level at half time So 1-0 was was probably fair enough really overall.
3: And uh, I think um, most certainly from our, our section of the black seats that we were in that was called for <laughs> half time changes and and um, and we uh, i didn 't actually think personally that Appleton would change it at half time i think i was i convinced myself that he would adopt Critchley mode and leave it to at least sixty five minutes but uh, we saw um, a, 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 from my perspective uh, quite a decisive managerial decision being taken at half time with virtue being uh, taken off and replaced by um uh, our, uh, our water carrier. Um, <laughs> so and, and I know Leanne will have been impressed at that, that
5: half-time <laughs> thing. What did you think, uh, I, Second half was better, wasn't it,
4: though? <laughs> yeah, with margin it was, yeah. And I think it did need to happen because we were just getting over running midfield. And, you know, he, he said as much afterwards, didn't he, that that first half isn't the way he wants his Blackpool team to play. So, you know, I kind of like that he's, he's not, because a lot of managers would, would, like you say, just give it another fifteen minutes of the second half, and I, they didn't see much point in doing that because I don't think anything would have changed. So he's he's made that call quite early, um, and it was it was better. We did look at you know we had a bit more of a spell of possession, even though we weren't necessarily you know creating loads and loads of chances. Um, but for me, yeah, it was it was the right thing to do because we were just getting overrun.
3: Oh, he's back! He's back in the room. Oh, hello,
5: he's back. <laughs>
4: You had a where poo? have you been?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's going on here? I think I have to bin it off. i Have I, 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 I dispersed quite a while?
4: Yeah, yeah, about 20 minutes. Right, this new software is getting binned off after this. Right, where were we? We've, we've coped admirably without you. I've got it, them
5: both to agree it, with me that they both think Dougal's shit. And... <laughs> Medin's great.
3: <laughs> We've just been doing a eulogy to Gary Medin for the last 15 minutes.
4: Oh, where's Mitch when you need him? Oh, he's on. He's on. He's, he's on. in the chat, don't worry. Oh, oh, um, yeah. we're, we're into the second half, John. We're okay. just discussing bringing uh, Dougal off and uh, bringing Virtue off. Dougal it, on. Dougal on. <laughs> um, Virtue's coming for quite a bit of stick, hasn't he?
2: From the comments I've been reading saying he's not done enough. Um, I feel
5: like he's just needs... He's been out a long time, hasn't he? Um... I, I don't mind virtue. I feel like he just needs a bit more confidence at the moment, but it's like you know, do we give him three years to give him the Jerry Yates confidence that he apparently needs, or do we do it quick?
3: I, I don't think he's yet shown for me that he's he's got he's got that extra bit that you need to um, perform in the championship. I think he's a good League One player and he will score some goals for you. I just don't think he's he's got the yeah. What we what what we what we need from all our players is ball retention. I just think it. I think it gives mm. the ball away too much. And I liked him. Mm. As, he's, he's, he was I don't want to say he's one of my favourite players, but he was a player I used to like, and I thought and 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 I missed when he was injured, but um because I felt that he was the warm midfielder could score some goals, but I don't yeah I don't see him doing that in in the championship. I think he could do it in League One, but I don't think he's got. He it did in. put
5: some good crosses in. To be fair, um. But yeah, I kind of agree. He with did. That. He
3: did. To be fair, at Reading, it was his cross that bowler's first-time shot that we then um that Connor then followed up on. So, listen, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to have too much of a down on him. I, just, I for me, it was just that three. The three didn't work, and 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 something had to give. And he was probably the weakest link of the three. Yeah. So
2: Dougal's made a positive difference when he's come on.
5: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. He, it, not massively. He did a few alright things, didn't he? Th- I think with Dougal, I still need the wow factor from him. I, th-
2: I think we, know, I think scoring scoring those two goals in that player final, I think it's raised expectations from him. Hasn't I've it? said this you know, before, left foot, right man. foot, and people were kind of expecting more of that. And it was a, it was a bit of a. A flash in the pan, wasn't it? I mean, to be to be fair, I think he should be scoring more goals as well. You know, you want at least three or four from your CDM, don't you? What was it right at the back mm-hmm. end of the season when he scored?
5: I want some decent passes to Medine so we can add him in.
2: <laughs> uh, Medin, he's not doing that. I don't know. With Medine had another kind of half chance, didn't he? In the, in the Stoke game, yeah. The highlights that I watched. So, Medin, Medin's not beyond criticism from me. He, was, he had a bit of a power to puff header
3: in the Reading game as well.
5: We said so. that when you were off, that he didn't really want to go off. It was more of Appleton's call.
3: Mm. John, how, how, many goals, how many goals did Didier Deschamps score? How many goals? Oh, Macaulay was the master water carrier, wasn't he? So yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he's at yeah, yeah, that yeah, level, I'm but, like but he's our version of that, and yeah, they never yeah. scored either.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, the, the second goal, again, came from... The right hand side, the first goal, which we've not really discussed them. Um, very soft defending. I noticed that uh, Corbineau completely losing his man on the first goal um and reacting. Oh shit, I better do something when the ball's already in the box. Um their second goal, her gain's come from the right hand side of the pitch. We've not reacted again. And any any coincidence, Tim, that both these goals coming from the right hand side without a special if you're right back and
3: um possibly, although I think that's slightly harsh on Connolly. Um, um, I I think it could be just coincidence if I'm if I'm honest. But what we have, what we have equally, you know, perhaps endorsing your points to a degree is what we have got on the left left side is a very tenacious player who who knows how to close down and do his job. And maybe Conley's just sitting off a little bit more, um, and uh, again because he's out of position. And um, I think I can't remember who somebody um, uh, in one of our chats was saying. You know, uh, was sort of comparing Conley to Danny Coyd a bit by saying that uh, it might have been I might have been on Avt. I can't remember now, but almost saying Conley's a little bit of a victim of his own versatility, and um, he could end up not playing in his best position because he's got this ability to play others. And um, you know, I hope. And now that was Danny Coyd's. Um, downfall, if you want. At the end of the day, wasn't it? They never quite got to play in his in his preferred role because he was always, you know, he could play. Because he's a versatile
5: player. Mm. Yeah,
3: and and Connolly is, and so Connolly ends up slotting in and doing a a good job. Where if he was played in his preferred position, he could do an. I'm sure he would do an excellent job week in week out. So it's one of those. It's it's the old conundrum, isn't it? What do you do? As long as Connolly avoids
2: um, a pitch roller. He might do all right in the rest of his <laughs> yes. Two-footed tackle from the pitch roll took out Danny Coyd, mm.
3: or, or 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 avoid Medine as well if you you know if you're uh, uh, if you're because he got flattened by Medine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't want big gas falling on top of you, do you? So um, Nick, um, the game played out was was the any sense that we're gonna get back into the game after Stoker gone 2-0 up or was it a game set and match?
4: Yeah, not really. Obviously we had um Charlie Patino coming on for his debut um which was oh. probably the, the highlight of the second half. Did he impress? Um, what was he like? Yeah I mean he, he didn't have loads of the ball but I remember one there was one bit where he kind of um just dropped his shoulder and turned and it, it looked effortless and uh <laughs> and everybody sort of went wow <laughs> you know because that <laughs> there wasn't a lot else to cheer about really um and i will be interesting to see whether he whether he starts him tomorrow night actually and we can um, get to see a little bit more of him um but yeah there wasn't there wasn't really a great deal um, I wasn't thinking we were going to we were going to get back into it at any point really it was um it was. I mean, second half was better than the first, but still, you know, we didn't really. I can't say we deserved to get anything out of the game. Do
3: you, do you, want, you know who was sharing that picture on the coach? And it, it was a young lad and a picture taken with Patino, wasn't it? Patino looked like um geninio did when he played for middlesbrough he looked about 12 years old i
5: think they all look that young now though no probably <laughs> yeah. i do it shows when you're getting old doesn't it because they all look fucking 12 <laughs> well, <I'm laughs> whenever you see coppers you know,
3: oh he looks young he? yeah
4: i yeah. say
5: that how old are you old enough to be a
3: copper <laughs> <a> <laughs> uh, but actually he was a bit tall. when he came on he was a bit taller than i was expecting yeah um, so he's, in, I don't know whether he's six foot, but he must be five foot, 10 or five foot, 11, but it's probably because he was leaning forward with this lad, you know, as you, as you do when you lean into a picture when you're a bit taller. But yeah, it, I genuinely thought he was, he was, he was going to be sort of And, um, so I was quite, well, that, that was when we came on, I thought, gosh, he's, he's actually, you know, got a bit more physical presence about him than I was expecting.
4: He looks very, very comfortable on the ball, doesn't he? Mm. You know, for the, for the, Short time he was on the ball, uh, on the pitch. You know, he just. I um, think he's going to make it look effortless, which is, you know, the sign of, of a good player, isn't it? Mm. Need um, that. Jim will be playing tomorrow night
2: then, Nick. And is anyone is anyone going to that game tomorrow? Nick, are you going?
4: I don't know yet. Quite possibly. I'll uh, I'll make a, I'll speak to Jim tomorrow and uh, and make a call. I think I think he might start. I think he'll, there'll be quite a few changes, won't there? I expect probably he will probably start Maxwell, or maybe see Thornley, CJ, or one or two others if they've not if they've not been shipped out on loan uh, by then. So, yeah, I of, think, I, I think we'll done, see Patina. Speaking of Thornley, Tim,
2: um, uh, I think he should be starting games. Um, I think I don't think Williams should be starting, uh, particularly. With with that Patetta as shaky as he is, and Thornley's got a bit more experience, and I, I think Thornley's been given a real bum deal by. I
5: agree with Appleton, you though, 100%. and a lot
2: of, yeah, and a lot of supporters seem to completely disregard him. He's he's very very rarely let Blackpool down when you know, and he's mm-hmm. he's coming at very difficult situations.
3: Leanne, you're you're in the same court as me. Yeah,
5: well, yeah, we, we, I agree we, with you.
3: We were discussing this, uh, and, uh, albeit it only didn't come in the conversation, in, in the same we felt, I think it was when you were off, John, uh, we felt that as is, is, is probably, um, when he's with Keogh, is, is is the junior partner. And I think he's probably more relaxed as a result, where my gut reaction was when he's got Williams alongside him, who's who's still a bit of a novice himself. He's the senior partner in the pairing. And it probably is giving him an added level of responsibility that he's not used to having, where he's, he's 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 so he's he's not just having to focus on his game, but he's also have to focus on other people's games, which normally is left to Kyoto sort. And uh, maybe it's only it's only speculation, but we've seen quite a few stray balls from Marv, haven't we, in the start of the season, particularly when he's playing it out to the right, where it's it's come up short and has been intercepted. He's almost like telegraphing his passes, and um, he's better than that, and I'm sure he'll he'll come through it. But he has looked. He, he's he's looked like he, he's looked like he's got the sheriff next to him again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Do you remember that? I'd be interested to see this, the team tomorrow. Sorry, John. Mm, yeah, sorry, I just, just... um If it's me, I'm not bothered about the cup, which sounds bad. But play play a week or eleven, bit of a run out. Concentrate on the league. I, I
2: feel sorry for Thornley because I think he's going to start in this game, and he's <clears> not. For Me, he's not the sort of player that should be binned off and just playing these crappy Carabao Cup games. I but think. if
5: he plays well, he might get a place Saturday. Yeah. You don't know,
2: yeah, true, true. But, um, yeah, I
5: agree with you though. I prefer him. I'm not a big Williams fan already. No, fucking nobber. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I got widely ridiculed in our uh, our little WhatsApp group for my suggestion that we go 4 4 2. In the, the Stoke game, but um, as Nigel Farage addressed the the EU council council, when he said, "When I said four four two, you all laughed at me, and I have to say, you're not laughing now." are you? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I think we should go four four two. I just don't think we're good enough. This four four three three formation, I think we're too. But if, weak if you listen, if,
3: if going back to Sean's comments. Appleton will never play 4-4-2 mm. he'll stick with 4-3-3 even if we get whooped. and um and I you know I, I do think we I do think if 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 we if we play one holding and two attacking midfielders in that three in some away games we are going to take some hell of a beating to <laughs> in the Norwegian commentator's the Norwegian for commentator's nice for those of a
4: certain vintage
3: <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> um, but that,
4: Tom Tom says in the comments though, you know, Barrow and No Mugs—they've had a—they've had a really good start, haven't they? I think they beat beat Stockport on the opening day, um, and beat Bradford at the weekend. I think it was. Um, it was probably certainly Bradford are one of the favourites for for that division, so they'll be full of confidence, you know. So.
3: And they've got a good support behind them as well. I think tomorrow night as well, they've got a few coming down, and no doubt they'll be yeah. on the pop on the prom in the uh, on on the Gold Coast tomorrow in the sunshine, nice
2: weather, rum. Yeah. So, Going on, yeah. yeah.
3: Right, let's get some
2: visit uh, visitors. You've got me thinking of Grox, Tim. Um, let's get some listeners' comments on <laughs> uh, tweets. So I did go onto Twitter and said, "What do you think of the the game?" Jim Scrivener said, uh, "We need a midfield enforcer to lightweight." Tim, that one's to you first. I think. Given.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, I think I think it comes back to the discussions that we've had. You know. It, you can perm anyone of 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 Dougal and Stewart and Connolly for that role. Connolly's out on other duties at the moment on the right hand side. Uh, get Gabriel back, that brings another option in. Uh, but he's right, yeah. I mean, we didn't have one in the first half, and 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 Stoke were able to. It's almost like we, we we said to Stoke, you know, we the you know we know what you're good at and get on with it, and we won't stop you and um, you know, we needed to be cleverer than that, and and I think it comes back to we've got to we've got to have somebody sitting in there who's just going to break up. And there's three players at the club can do it. Two of them are fit, one isn't, and it's so it's got to be one of those two at this moment in time for me.
2: Yeah, uh, Nick, well, you can take this one from uh, Matt Smith, our old friend Matt. Uh, Matt's taking a sabbatical from the pod this season because uh, he's going to be not going to many games. I think he said so. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back soon. But Nick, Matt's just said it uh, reminds me of Cardiff. Lots to learn from some Last players season. in the gaffer. Um, needs three quality players, and we'll
4: be okay. Yeah, we got bullied down. a bit against them, didn't we? Um, and yeah, there were a lot of similar similarities. Um, and like Matt says, we probably need three quality players, and we'll be okay. And I think you know Michael Appleton has has kind of made it clear that he he wants to bring some more players in, whether that's going to be permanent or loans. So I suppose we'll have to see. It might depend with what happens with. Josh Bowler, possibly. Um, I believe we've made another bid for the, the lad at Chef Chef Wednesday again today. I was reading just before we came on the pod. So there are going to be a couple going out. He's and he's had those conversations with those players, hasn't he? So we're going to get a couple in. So by the end of the transfer window, we're going to look a bit different. And obviously the key is mm-hmm. the ones who come in, we don't need squad players. We need first 11 players. And uh, Michael Appleton said as much. So... Hopefully the board can deliver on it. And I think, you know, when you get those in, it, 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 can look all, it can look a lot different, can't it? And we're only two games in, so let's not have too much of a meltdown over things. Look look at where we started under, under Critchley, you know, after six, seven, eight games. It was a disaster, wasn't it? And we're only two games in. We've won one. We've lost a tough one away at Stoke. It's not an easy place to go. So let's see where we're at at the end of the window and um, hopefully we'll be okay. The voice of reason there, Nick Smith. Oh,
2: thank God Nick's back. <laughs> right, Leon, you can have the next one. Uh, we need a captain or organiser on the pitch from Chris Shaw.
5: I'm never a fan of a goalkeeper. I know like Maxwell's not been playing, but I'm not a fan of <clears throat> a goalkeeper being a captain. Um, I feel like Keo when he's back, would be a decent captain. I feel like Medina would be a good captain.
2: Who, who was the captain, actually, on Saturday? I it have it absolutely it?
5: no idea. Is yeah.
3: it Marv? I would have thought it was Marv. He has been before, hasn't
5: he? Yeah. No
2: captain Material, is he? I'd I'd have given it to Coll Conway, I think. I mean, yeah, I was so. thinking Conway would
3: make a good captain.
5: How about Dougal? You all love Dougal.
3: <laughs> I don't think he's a captain though. You know, he's not
5: no. No, you need someone with a garb, I think, as a captain. Um so for me, yeah, yeah Keo, yeah, Keo Medine. I'd be the bloody best captain ever. Oh, Dougal, you shit, what you're hearing? Seems Seems the then again, know. one in left foot, right foot. Um, yeah, I feel like Keogh or Medin, maybe. Yeah, we'd we'll then have to play Medin, <laughs> then,
3: wouldn't <will> we?
5: <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't too busy trying to get the balls from Dougal's shit passage. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: Let's move on, Tim. <laughs> you can take the next one. Uh, It's from Matt. Mitchell Blackmore could get toxic quickly for Appleton. That Stoke team was 100% beatable today. Uh, Too much long ball and everyone just gives it to bowler. I'd love to know the other candidates for manager. Appleton isn't the man to take us forward. A bold statement there, Mitchell.
3: Mm. Um, What I would say is I think we were all massively underwhelmed. I remember we did the podcast when Appleton was announced as manager. It was... We we're all subs- we're tried to be a bit upbeat but nobody was really infused where he's actually grown on me since since he uh, uh, get the team started to play football um i think the problem that he's doing at the moment is he's got too many players he, he, he's going to play the system he wants to play he's got too many players who don't fit the system and i think the problem that the uh, the board are going to come across is I think he's going to want to ship a lot of players out. Now, he won't be able to do it all this window, and he's going to maybe have to do it in the next window, the window after that. But I think a lot of these players don't suit the way he wants to play. So um, we are we're going to be in transition for quite a long time, I think, because the most certainly the Christian way of playing isn't the Appleton way of playing, but I actually prefer the Appleton way of playing to watch, if that makes sense. So to, to, to deal with Mitchell's observation, um, I... I, I think the jury's out, but I'm not sure it's right to say that Appleton is the man isn't the man to take us forward. I think actually he's clearly impressed the board when he's interviewed, and and we, and, and while I couldn't see it at the time, I could possibly see now why because I think he'll, you know, I think he wants to play a very positive way, yeah. and I don't, I don't think he minces his words, and I like a manager who doesn't mince his words.
2: So, yeah, I think I think we need to give him at least half a season, three to four months, before you can pass any kind of judgment. On a new manager, I think. Yeah, you're a bit harsh, harsh there, Mitchell. Um, this uh, username is the Tangerine Bastard. <laughs> I'm sure, his mother didn't christen him that. I like his moniker. What's that? Or that? or her? Looks like Frank Sidebottom. God knows yeah, what that is. Like a tangerine
3: Frank Sidebottom. <laughs> Every credit. Some people have got far
2: too much time on the hands. Anyway. <laughs> The TB said, Virtue looked well off it today. Dougal needs to start for me. Needs some experience of physicality in the middle of the park. Stoke bullied us today, Nick. Common theme throughout a lot of comments.
4: Yeah, yeah. Couldn't really disagree with it. Um, whether it's Dougal or, as we've said, depending on um, if if Gabriel's back, possibly you'd put Connolly in there. Um, but we certainly do need somebody to do that physical side of the game in the centre of the park. And Stoke did bully yep. us. Absolutely, yeah. From from first whistle to the to the last, they did. Yeah, can't disagree. And you can take the next one. It's like it's like a lucky dip in the school
2: fair. This, what's going to come next? Uh, press the right button. Oh, it's from Mitch. Away for both games, but everyone uh, loves the stat uh, with Gaz on the pitch. To use the acronym that he has clearly just created WGOTP. That's with. With Gaz on the pitch, one goal scored, net zero goals conceded, plus one. Without Gaz on the pitch, uh, W slash O-G-O-T-P, zero goals scored, two conceded. Can't see Virtue last as a midfield anchor, even without seeing the games, it feels wrong. i man after your own heart there, Leon. And you've muted, oh, hang on a minute, sorry. Lost you for a sec. There you go. Sorry.
5: Um. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, I very rarely disagree with him. He's always bob on. Um. Yeah, I agree. I love his little shorthand with his little brackets. Um. But yeah, Don't smoke, I don't, I don't, don't think smoke I. I'm trying to remember when I have disagreed with Matt in the past, and I don't think I have. We agree on quite a lot. So yeah, he's right. Yeah, I do agree with the virtue thing as well. Um. He's, good. he's not that good.
2: Is he League One? Because I think a common theme I've been reading is there's far too many players in this current squad at League One level.
5: Yeah, I, I do um, agree with that. I think we definitely need... I'd have said at the start of the window, we're probably looking for about seven new players. Well, if we got? Three loans and one perm. I'm all for loan players, but then it's just the end of the season when you fall in love with them and they've got to go back and... It's just... You've
4: got to rebuild horrible, again, haven't it? you?
5: You have too many. Yeah, to, so you know, we definitely need a few more.
3: It's the, it's the reality this, this day and age, so isn't it? You know, you look at Forest. You look at, um, you know, the, the, they did exceptionally well with their with their loan signings, didn't they, last season? And um, you know, I think most teams have a sprinkling of them. Um, I think three is about the right number, to be honest. I think probably last season, I think if there was a frustration, it was that um, we didn't we didn't really. Bring in the Patino-style player, the um, you know Jusby Hall of a couple of seasons ago, who could who could do something that others aren't able to do in midfield, and um, you know probably um, you know if we're looking at where if we're going to recruit anybody else, I'm, I'm I'm not completely convinced by the Wolves lad yet, but I think if we if we were to try and find anybody, it would be somebody who can score a few more goals than than our mm-hmm. current um. Uh, Four strikers can probably score between them. You know, we we need to find, we need someone looking at the back of the net and on a regular basis. And Medine Medine's good at holding the line. Yates is good with his little flicks and one twos with bowler. Um, but nobody's scoring on a regular basis, and and that's concerning because um, I think at the end of the season we will need somebody this year who's going to get 15 heading towards 20, and I don't see any of the current lot doing it.
2: Tim, next one to you, from you, uh, Dino said, not good enough, stick to what we know, and that's four four two. A man after my own heart, Dino, well said. Uh, between our midfield three, we will have played uh, 25 games this season, very experienced midfielders saying, too soft and no experience, not keen on all these loan signings, I have to have to build up the squad when we lose them next summer. What we've just said, uh, Nick, your thoughts on that comment? Basically reiterating what
4: we've just said. Yeah, um, I you know i don't mind loan players and if you you can you know particularly with somebody like petino it's somebody who otherwise you wouldn't you know you'd have no chance of signing a player like that permanently would you so it's it's great to have a player like that and like two or three loans but you you need to also have your permanent players so you're not doing the complete rebuild every time in the summer um and like i said before i just wonder What's going to happen with Bowler? Because if he does go, you know, he, he can be frustrating, but the facts are we we look more likely to do something when he's on the pitch than not. And, you know, like on Saturday, we were poor, but he had our best chance with that dribble and, and shot just wide of the post. If he goes, um, it's we're it's who we get into to replace him. Yeah, is it going to be another... It, will it be a lone player to replace him? I mean, hopefully he doesn't go at like quarter to midnight on the last day of the uh, of the window and um, we, we can't get anybody in. But um, as for the four 4 we've just said, I don't think he's ever going to play that Appleton, is he? And he, he wants to get the players in to suit his formation. And I think at the moment, there's probably quite a few who don't, which is why we're going to see probably a few move on in the next week or two. I think he's going to crash. I think he's either going to succeed or crash and burn quite
2: spectacularly if
4: yeah I think Sean said in the chat didn't he there'll be no middle ground it's do it his way and get his players in um or yeah we might might it'd it'd be quite
3: interesting because I don't think um either Ben Mansford or or Simon that they are both individually and collectively you know quite forceful into individuals as well and um there could be fireworks, could not there? I mean, it's interesting. to See, we're in for oh, sorry, and his name escapes me. because I know it's double barreled. We're in for the Sheffield, United, Sheffield Wednesday uh, player again. We're in for it on the season out, aren't we? And apparently, the the offer we've made is just short of a million pounds. So, the, the board are clearly prepared to to spend a bit of money as well. It doesn't. It's not necessarily all loans, but I think it's about if you're going to spend that type of money as Blackpool, it's got it's got to be spent right, hasn't it? You know, we have, we haven't got five or 10 million pounds to start throwing around. So, you know, when we've spent reasonable money in the past, we've bought DJ Campbell, who we already knew and had already been with us. Um, you know, when we bought Charlie Adam in, you know, he'd already been with us and we knew what we were getting. There's always an element of uncertainty when you bring somebody in completely from the outside as to whether the, whether they are going to hit the ground running or whether you could end up with a Chris Malkin on your hands. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think the club have to, I think the club and the board have to be sensible about who you know they obviously clearly wanted Branigan they seem to be quite keen on the lad oh right? let's
2: not mention him again Tim no but what he I said, mean is we're not that, mentioning that name
3: I'm mentioning from the point of view is they're, they're prepared to put the money on the table for the for the right player that they want but I think those players are few and far between you know they were prepared to do it with Ellis Sims obviously he's gone he's gone to um uh, play up at the stadium of light and you can you can understand i think the worst thing we ever did was getting embleton here because i think he's persuaded all the black balloon players and that oh, season yeah. he got the and come to, Sunderland, but I to us. um but yeah I, I, so I think I think I think they will I think they will back Appleton, um, and I think I actually think we'll get a permanent in before the end of the loan window. That's yeah. That's I think we de-
2: we definitely need a high quality permanent signing, or um, the 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 natives will be questioning where's the Critch money gone, much like they were questioning where the Almerrad money went, which we all know was buried under <laughs> the centre <laughs> of excellence.
5: <laughs> I never knew about that. You know. What he thought, Matt Scrafton, Honestly, when he, Matt Scrafton put it up a bit ago, and he spelt it, he didn't put the picture up. He just spelt it wrong, and I was like, "Do you know that's a typo?" <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like with grammar. You didn't. You didn't. Honestly, I didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, "Why is a journalist spelling that wrong?" That's like so weird. And then someone showed me the picture. I was like, "Ah, oh. didn't know."
3: And you don't know who took the picture, do you, Liam?
5: Yeah, was it your son?
3: No,
5: it was Tim. To be fair, Kas- it was a shit picture, so it's probably you and not Sam.
3: <laughs> you know, I, no, I took Casper's um, um, Warpings on. A, this story's been told already. but Yeah, a, he doesn't like to talk about it. Oh, I know about does it, tell. And, and I said, oh, we are you into the training ground. So I, uh, this is right when doing the boycott bit. And mm. I took him down there and he <laughs> took the picture, not me.
5: <laughs> is it you really going to watch them train?
3: Uh, being, being a geek, now it wasn't. So I the, used to go the watch least... them
5: train when I was younger.
3: Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. I lived on Westgate, you
5: know, just behind Squaresgate. Oh, did you? At the training ground, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, so I used to climb over this fence, stand there in the rain with my scrapbook, getting more players and Billy Air to sign it. What a loser.
3: Not a bad place to live if you want to be a loser, though, is
5: it? Well, no, it's
3: not Right next to the training ground, that's quality.
5: I'd like it now, to be fair, wouldn't
2: I beg your pardon, Tim, I was from that area as well, just round the corner. Where did you live? The that's from Kid- there. Yeah, We did. The, we the started the was, there, yeah. Yeah, the podcast was born around the corner, Kidbrook Avenue.
3: Just and then the you moved way. to oh, yeah. Principality and, and,
2: and you've never looked back? No, that's right. Got this hanger on down the road, I can't seem to shake off, but hey-ho. That's Yeah, him. let's get these... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right, Josh Melling, Josh is in the comments this evening. Normally says... Uh, a lot of sensible things said. Uh, Leanne, this one's to you. Not to you, but you can address it. One positive is that Patino chant is good. Struggling to find much else. We're better start or second What? We're better start of second half. We're, I
5: Fine think he broke. means we I think
2: he means we were, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. well, yeah, one for you. Um, he's basically saying we were better when Dougal came on. How I know, you that's respond why I rolled well, well, my eyes he was... said,
5: Leanne, one for you, because I spotted the word Dougal straight away. Do you
2: were you like, oh, fuck's sake.
5: I don't like him. So, hate how, would you Google. Respond, how would you
2: respond to that one?
5: Right. Okay. Personally, I'd probably start Dougal because then if he is having a bit of a, a shocker, we can sub him. But I don't hate him. I do like him. I can't stress the, that enough.
2: The reverse likes um, are coming on on uh, Leon's.
3: Square, well, she's, 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 been, she's listened to what, listen to be fair to her, she's listened to the arguments and she's been taught around, which is great.
5: <laughs> Not at all. I think you're took... <laughs> taught. No, um, I'm, always, I'm willing to listen to people. Like I said, I've had a conversation before and they explain the whole sort of the old scenario and I don't mind him. I just find more rubbish than positive with him sometimes. Like I want him to do well, obviously. He's playing for my team. I want him to do well. I want him to score two goals every bloody week. <laughs> um, I, I would probably start him. I do agree. I think Josh has made some good comments tonight. Um, I would probably start him.
2: Uh, he's a he's a good contributor, Josh. So if he wants to come on.
5: And. If he's rubbish, we take him
2: off. Yeah. He can be blackballed. Uh, Anthony Summers, Nick, uh, tend to judge them at the end of the season before writing them off on social media. Stops you looking like a knobhead. Not you, Nick. I think he's just making a general comment. Uh, yeah, medical. I think...
4: <laughs> yeah, I think there was the usual meltdown, wasn't there, after, mm. after the Stoke game with people deciding... That was that, and not everybody. You know, on it's, Twitter, it's really? A, yeah, fancy that. Huh, it's weird, a minority, isn't it? It's a of joy.
5: Have,
4: yeah, people have made their mind up on the manager and the team, and, and it just kind of gives them a chance to reinforce what they think. But, um, yeah, end of the season, or certainly, like Tim just said, he, he needs at least one transfer window, if not two, for it to be his team. Um and then we'll see where we're at. And I think it's a fair comment. You you've got to give any manager time, um, mm-hmm. and certainly one who is changing the style of play um, and needs the right players to do that. You know, we're, we're going to be very different than we were under Critch, and it's took them a while to get used to playing the way Critch wanted to do. And and now it's changing again. And it, you know, it's happened quite suddenly, hasn't it? Because he disappeared off to to put cones out of Aston Villa, so. We, you've got to give him a chance. You've got to give the, him a chance. And then lose to Bournemouth.
2: Yeah. It's great, isn't it, that we've got now we've got a new team to to follow. Uh, in my Mob app, I follow... I hate. Uh, yeah, I follow, I've, I've got us in, I've got p I've got Oxford in, because my mates are not big, I can find always rip <laughs> the piss out of him whenever they lose. And I've now got Austin Villa. I love it. I love it when they lose. I love it. <laughs> Right, let's do one more and then we'll call it a day. Uh Athers. What a what a man to land. uh Hang on, I need an
5: hour to read it.
2: <laughs> I believe there may be fireworks when um when you and Athers are on together, Leanne, but we'll, we'll leave that for another. Yeah, we half. don't
5: agree a lot, me and Athers.
2: Uh, Tim, I'll let you I'll let you uh respond to this one then. First half, very poor. D old
4: half. Don't know what that means.
0: Uh um, the
4: the old half, but I, I think he means second half, and it's a typo isn't it. Yeah, I see what you mean. Leanne. is talking about a lot of bollocks, isn't he?
5: No, he does. always does. You'll you'll realise.
4: Two
2: lightweight field. I liked this bit. Men against very tiny, weedy boys. Weedy boys. <laughs>
5: Sounds like Next... my exes. <laughs>
2: Next five weeks are big. We'll we panic if the squad is the same and if the window. That's four, wind.
5: John. Four.
2: If The window shuts. Yeah. Oh, it was that guy who was pulling up on his grammar. It was the the Greek guy, wasn't it? Ref didn't cost us today, but oh boy, <laughs> what an inept prick! Uh, deconstruct that if you can, Tim.
3: Yeah, gosh, where do you start? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're looking at lightweight in midfield I think we've sort of covered that in the in the in the observations made already have not we i think the virtue carry um fiorini just didn't work uh hundred percent agree with others there He's uh man of my and heart um uh i think i presume they're the weedy boys he's talking about um so next four weeks a big. 100% agree with that. I think, and as I said before, I think we're good. I think we're good. we're looking at hopefully at one decent loan maybe coming in, and and one permanent. And that, you know, I think if you, if, we, if 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 our recruitment at the end of the window includes two other players who are going to be in a, seriously in and around the first team, then I'm reasonably happy with our business because we've got a decent left back. Um, obviously, if we lose Bowler, then it might need to be three. But if we if we if we keep Bowler, we've got a new left back. We get Gabriel back. We get Uncle Richard back. And um, you know we've got Grimmy goals. We've got Patino playing with Dougal uh, Water carrying for him. Uh, and we get a new set forward so Medin can uh, hang up his boots. Then
1: I'll be a happy man.
5: <laughs> You're a dick sometimes for a lawyer.
2: <laughs> and on that note, I think we'll call it a day. We're, we're, we're an hour and a half. Time Get Tim dead smug now. Yeah. <laughs> nice closing. It's like a closing statement yeah. in court. Look isn't at him. He's Tim. proper
5: pleased yeah, with himself, yeah, is he? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and the judge. Word. <laughs> and the judge it's finds. Sorry, right, Tim. I see you Saturday. Yeah, uh, the judge finds against him, but he still gets his fee. And that's why Tim has always got a <laughs> smile on his face. Right, thanks everybody for joining us this evening. Thanks, Liam, for coming on. It was a uh, great to hear in. Thank you. Finally, cheers, Nick. It's great to have you back on as well. Pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Tim. You won't be getting a fee like you do with all your uh, court cases, uh, you might get crazy <laughs> beer again, but who knows? Right, um, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for downloading. Thank and you. Up the pool.
0: Cheers, everybody. Oh, pool. Right. You up, up the pool.
1: So just before you
2: head off, I'd just like to bring your attention to a Patreon supporter programme that we are running. This enables you to just contribute a small monthly amount to help support our show and support our content. So head over to patreon.com forward slash pod, You'll find details of how to sign up. It's about £3.50 per month. Price of a pint. And for that, you get a few other bits in return, which is access to our private members' whatsapp group you'll get some exclusive podcasts competitions so we generally run match pass draws for our patrons and just other random bits and pieces as they come in and we are going to be running an extra time podcast which is going to be an exclusive podcast just for patrons so if you want to sign up patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod it'd be great to have you on board thanks for listening